Vance Joseph is not 100% to blame. And I need to apologize to Greg Dortch. You are Locked On Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in Wednesday edition of Locked on Cardinals. I'm your host, Alex Clancy. Follow me on Twitter, Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. Thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. This episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Like, subscribe. Turn the notifications on so you know when videos will be played. I'll be doing a, a halftime show once again live on YouTube and Twitter spaces at the halftime of the Raiders-Cardinals game on Sunday. We're doing my crossover edition with Your Boy Q, host of Locked On Raiders, one of my one of my good, good friends in the Locked On Podcast Network family. That's going to be a very, very fun podcast to watch and listen to tomorrow. Again, free and available wherever you get your podcast. I've been tweeting out a lot about Vance Joseph and how Sunday was not entirely Vance Joseph's fault. I'm going to put a button on it. I'm going to do one segment on it, and then we're going to move on to talk about a guy that could be kind of a silver lining here from from what we saw on Sunday against the Chiefs. And then I'm going to start my conversation talking about the Las Vegas Raiders, who are also 0-1, who lost a close one interdivisionally to the Los Angeles Chargers, a pseudo-prohibitive Super Bowl pick, I guess you could say, not necessarily – uh, 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 odds on favorite, but a lot of people are picking the Chargers to win the whole thing this year, especially with the offseason moves they made, signing JC Jackson and trading for Khalil Mack to bolster that defense. The Cardinals play them the week before their bye week, believe in week 12. So, Vance Joseph, I've said all offseason, is slated to be the scapegoat if things go wrong this year, and I still believe that, and also. Jumping to that conclusion after one week may have been a little, you know, quick triggered for me. Um, I, I have seen, you know, around social media and stuff about how Vance has got to go and he can't elevate players. Why is he blitzing Patrick Mahomes when Patrick Mahomes is one of the, if not the best quarterback against the blitz in the NFL? And it's a very valid question. I think it needs to be discussed and then disposed of. In my opinion, and from what I've seen from Vance Joseph in the past, blitzing, once, if blitzes work, if they're effective, it makes the cornerback's jobs easier. That's the idea of not only being able to get to the quarterback quickly and disrupting him, in theory, the dictionary definition, but also it makes the other, the rest of the players on the team's job easier. So I think that was the theory behind this, where if you drop more into coverage, Patrick Mahomes is going to pick the secondary apart. So at least being proactive about trying to stop Patrick Mahomes at the point of attack and not just sitting back and waiting for him to find his myriad weapons, one of them seemed to be open every play, and picking him apart that way. I am not defending the defense on Sunday. I'm not defending Vince Joseph and his inability to elevate the talent that he has to work with. But what we saw 
and maybe this could have just been Travis Kelsey being a nightmare for anybody, was you have Isaiah Simmons trailing Travis Kelsey a couple times. Patrick Mahomes threw dots for sure, just darted it through a couple defenders because he's Patrick Mahomes. But what we saw was Isaiah Simmons playing a position that he's not necessarily slated to play. He's not necessarily equipped to play. And that could be personnel from Steve Kime. That could be Isaiah Simmons not taking the step forward that we hope. Or that could mean that he's completely out of position. And it seems like the Cardinals haven't found the position for Isaiah Simmons to play. Much like Hassan Reddick. And they're not the same players. Isaiah Simmons is a lot bigger than Hassan Reddick. But what we saw when they finally moved Hassan Reddick to his natural role of pass rusher, Hassan Reddick had double-digit sacks, went to Carolina, did it again, and is now making a whole lot of cheese in Philly. But to defend Vance Joseph in some capacity about the blitz packages that he put together, he did the best with what personnel they have. And he felt, game plan-wise, that that was the best way to curtail Patrick Mahomes from doing what he did. It didn't work. Definitely didn't work. Patrick Mahomes torched the Cardinals over 350 and five. Like, we watched the game. And I don't think this is an indictment of anything yet. If it happens again, Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, especially Darren Waller, we're going to be having a different conversation. And it's going to be split, just like this whole this whole offseason has been split. Oh, is it is it Cliff and Kime or is it Kyler Murray? Is it Bidwell for not putting putting out the money and giving Steve Kime the ability to sign players? Or is Kyler Murray not equipped to be a leader of an NFL franchise? The, the, the fan base is split, and it's wild to me. It's just, just as, as an entity, in a vacuum, it's wild how split everybody is seemingly on everything. And this is just another. The Cardinals are set up at this point, roster-wise, to have the offense be the strength of the team. And they, there was no strength on Sunday against the Chiefs. The Chiefs aren't the Bills' defense. The Chiefs aren't the Rams' defense. So it's a little ominous to think that the Cardinals couldn't sustain drives besides one beautiful drive. Beautiful drive. Over five minutes resulted in the James Conner uh, couple-yard touchdown run set up by the Kyler Murray design quarterback draw. Best play call by Cliff all day. And it worked, and they, and they scored, and that was it. They didn't score again until garbage time. So if the offense doesn't do their job, the defense doesn't have a margin for error because the talent level on the defense at this point is a little bit lesser than it was last year, and it wasn't astounding last year. Having Chandler Jones not being on the field, I think people are going to start to realize, even though his production has fallen off numbers-wise, accounting for him by opposing offenses and quarterbacks, et cetera, on name and some production still, is there's a gaping hole there in the pass rush. And we saw it on Sunday. And I think Vance Joseph tried to do the best that he could to leverage the talent that they have, and it just didn't work. It just didn't work. I'm not 100% backing Vance Joseph. I will tell you that. And I think he's put in a nearly impossible situation if the offense doesn't do their job, have sustained drives, and not these minute-and-a-half first-down, five-place punt. Can't happen. It can't happen if the Cardinals want to win five games this year. It can't happen. And it didn't happen on Sunday. Hopefully pivoting to Vegas on Sunday 
it will happen, and the defense will be able to spring a little bit more than it did when it didn't even get to Patrick Mahomes once uh, two days or you know four days ago. Alex Lancy, Locked On Cardinals. Thanks for hanging out. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, Greg Dorch, I'm sorry. Next, Locked On Cardinals. First, I have a you know a personal affinity for LinkedIn because I used to use it so much. I was lost, man. Graduating college, I was living in San Diego. I had no idea what I was doing at all. And I would go to LinkedIn a lot. And I was able to find jobs through LinkedIn. And LinkedIn is making it easier for you to post your jobs. As we're in fall, you need the right people to talk to faster. Help your small business. And it's free. That's what LinkedIn can do. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your hiring profile, to your LinkedIn profile, to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million people, 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Greg Dorch, I'm sorry. Alex Lancy, Locked on Cardinals. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Thanks for hanging out. If this is your first listen to Locked on Cardinals, thank you. Maybe make tomorrow your second listen. If you've been listening for a long time, thank you. Uh, truly. You know, I... I try to interact with people as much as I can, try to answer the DMs as much as I can, as, you know, as quickly as I can, I should say. Um, it means a lot to just enrich this. Um, it, it does. means a lot. So Greg Dorch had the most targets on Sunday, the most receptions, and the most yards. While that situation isn't ideal, he shows that he's an NFL player who can play on Sundays. And we've, you know, we saw flashes. He was the... He was the darling of uh, of the of the preseason, hundred percent. He was the darling. It's like, well, kind of joking, nudging your buddies. Well, you know, if Rondell Moore doesn't show up, Greg Dorch may be taking his snaps. Rondell Moore's hurt, like he usually, like you know, like he has been over the last three years of his career. Only played seven co- seven games in his last two years in college. Played fourteen, I think, last year, and he's hobbled now with a hamstring, which I believe was the injury he had in college. Greg Dorch looked good, and a lot of it was in garbage time. But he looks like a guy who the Cardinals can count on to get targets in meaningful games. And I apologize because it's like, okay, you know, that's cool. Preseason, it's awesome. I'm glad he made the team. But I I didn't see it. And and I know it's only one week, and I know that uh, some of it was in garbage time. But he had some pretty acrobatic catches, and there was a, there was an almost catch, and then a and then a ability to stop to prevent an interception. Like his presence and wherewithal while running routes, something that the Cardinals can use. Because we are going to need. I mean, we're going to see a lot of ten personnel. 
We're going to see no tight ends on the field a lot, especially if the Cardinals need to put up a lot of points. If they're down, there's going to need to be as much speed as possible on the field. And seeing Hollywood Brown, DeAndre Hopkins when he comes back, Rondell Moore, Greg Dortch, that's a fast, fast four. That's a fast, fast four. And he's shown that it's it's interesting, though. And, and this is what kind of surprised me. Like, they use him differently than they use Rondell Moore. Rondell Moore barely went by in front of the line of scrimmage, it seemed. A lot of end arounds, a lot of wide receiver screens. He had chunk gains. I know the big one against Minnesota. And then he had, it was on third and forever. I can't remember what game it was. It was on the left side of the field. Kyler Murray ran back and forth a handful of times and found, found uh, Rondell Moore. But if they can use Rondell Moore like they used Greg Dorch on Sunday, we may be cooking. We may be cooking with what we're watching here. But apologizing to Greg, Dor- Greg Dorch was is ceremonial. You know, I just think that what we've seen so far is promise. We're seeing a lot of promise on the offensive side of the ball. There's promise there. Defensively, there isn't as much. So it's going to add extra weight for Cliff Kingsbury to put together a good game plan, execute it, tweak it when necessary, adjust when necessary. And it seems like Greg Dorch is going to be an integral part of this offense in one, one way or another. Because if the Cardinals go down a couple scores and you can't rely on the run game, you're going to need to throw as many looks at the opposing defenses as possible. And if you bring out a guy like Greg Dorch, I said this uh, earlier in the week or, or, or late last week, uh, opposing offenses are opposing defenses aren't going to account for Greg Dorch. Like he's not going to be at least yet. I mean, he's not going to be on the list of guys like, you know what? Let's watch extra film on Greg Dorch. I don't think that's going to be happening, at least not yet. It's going to be DeAndre Hopkins. It's going to be Hollywood Brown. And you're going to be able to find Greg Dorch open. And if he can execute, like, we're looking at this at this point, like a bromance that, Car- that Kyler Murray had with Keyshawn Johnson. It's like, doesn't make any sense. And that was when Kyler Murray was playing in the preseason. So we saw a lot of it in the preseason. But he was throwing the ball to Keyshawn Johnson in key moments over the last couple of years. It's like, what are, what's going on here? Sometimes you just can't explain it. Sometimes you just can't explain it. And if Greg Dorch is a better version of Keyshawn Johnson and, you know, he can play the middle of the field a lot more, which will allow Hollywood Brown and DeAndre Hopkins and A.J. Green to a lesser extent do what they do on the outside, that's going to help. That's going to help. If he plays the Christian Kirk role in the slot, like Christian Kirk is playing in, in Jacksonville, six receptions over 110 yards in week one, this offense could look very different because they're going to need to throw, again, as many looks as possible to opposing defenses and keeping them guessing. Craig Dorch, I apologize. Alex Lancey locked on Cardinal. Closing the book on week one. We're officially pivoting to week two. What are we looking at with Vegas? Your boy Q from Locked On uh, Raiders is going to join me tomorrow for our crossover podcast. We're going to talk about that. He's one of my, one of my good friends in this business, and it's going to be really interesting to see what he thinks of the Arizona Cardinals from a Vegas perspective and discuss what fears him as the Cardinals come into town in week two. Quick kind of look at what week two could look like for the Cardinals. Hopefully an improvement from week one. Alex Lancey locked on Cardinals. Next, first, betonline.net. 
your number one source for all your sports wagering information, pro and college football, et cetera. Cardinals are four and a half point, four and a half point dogs at this point uh, in Vegas. Do with that as you wish. Find all the latest football developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts, including this year's week two games, opening week games, week three games. They're going to be around forever. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet Online. Alex Lancey, Locked on Cardinals. Final segment. Wednesday edition. Hump day. This is we are closing the door on week one. Done. Got to move on. 16 more of these suckers. And it doesn't get any easier for the Cardinals as they travel to Vegas on Sunday to play the Las Vegas Raiders, a team that lost a close game to the Chargers in week one. Chandler Jones, Max Crosby. That's the first thing that sticks out to me. I know Devontae Adams is there. Devontae Adams had a monster day. In week one, Darren Waller just got paid massive extension. Hunter Renfro is the best third option in the NFL. And they've got Josh Jacobs and Zero White there as well. Offensive line, not as good as the league average. They cut Alex Leatherwood before the season starts. And I think Derek Carr, for the vitriol that, that, that is, is spewed about him, I think he is a solid quarterback and an above average leader. And the locker room loves him. So, regardless of how poorly the last couple of years of drafting, you know, happened with the Mike Mayock and John Gruden era, the Raiders are set up, especially on offense, to tear teams apart this year. And that's what scares me the most. I feel like the Cardinals are going to be able to put up more points in, in, in week one. You know, Hollywood Brown and Kyler Murray had their first game action together in four years and, you know, it, knocking off the rust. I feel like we're going to figure we're going to find out that the rust was part of the reason why the Cardinals only put up three scores in the first game two of which were in garbage time. I feel like that's going to be like, "Oh, okay. So this offense is going to be more high power than, you know, than we saw in week 1. Rust, cobwebs, whatever. Let's roll." And we're going to start to see the offense hum, which you hope will be a direct correlative to the defense being able to be a little bit more opportunistic and make some plays. Because if you can't get pressure on the quarterback in this league, it's going to be a very, very long and very bad season. And the Cardinals were unable to. They almost got to Patrick Mahomes a couple times. Marcus Golden touched his jersey a couple times, knocked him down a couple times. But the strength of this defense needs to be the pass rush because it makes everything else easier. Now, with J.J. Watt out, it makes it a little bit more difficult. But J.J. Watt's 33 years old. You can't rely. It's like, oh, you know what? Once J.J. Watt comes back, everything's going to be good. Rashad Lawrence had a great pro football focus rating. I think it was around 90. Dennis Gardeck did as well. But Marcus Golden, Dennis Gardeck, Marjorie Sanders, who was a healthy scratch, Cam Thomas, that's the pass rush. Derek Carr is more of a pocket quarterback than Patrick Mahomes is, even though he can be flighty outside of it. He likes to stay snug in the pocket. So it's going to be more of a sitting duck situation what the Cardinals faced last week. But I'll tell you what. This is going to come down to offensive efficiency and pass rush. Offensive efficiency and getting to Derek Carr. Because if Derek Carr can sit in the pocket, Devontae Adams is going to have 10 catches for 200 yards and two touchdowns. 
So there's a couple different things Van Joseph can do. One, you can spy Devontae Adams and make Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro beat you, which they could because they did it all year last year. Or you could do what you did last week and just bum rush the quarterback and hope to get there before he gets the, gets rid of the ball. What you'd hope to see come Sunday is the offense setting the tone. If I'm if I'm Cliff Kingsbury and the Cardinals win the toss, I'm taking the ball. Let's roll. Let's roll. Go prove to everybody this offense can be great. And I know it'll get an uptick when Devon, when DeAndre Hopkins comes back. If you kick off, if you win the toss, take the ball, go down and score. That will completely erase the the lingering oh no what ifs that are still kind of around from the week one embarrassment. It'll erase it because it'll make people realize there's no momentum week to week in the NFL. It might seem like it, but it's more pressure than momentum. And if the Cardinals can go down and score early, it'll allow the defense to not play hero ball. And I feel like that's going to help as well. I'm not, and that's not to say that it was, you know, jailhouse blitzes, jailbreak blitzes, jailbreak blitzes, jailbreak blitzes. What did they call them? I don't know. When they, when they send everybody, whatever. It's not going to be blitz, 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 and hope it works. Because that's what we saw. And hope everybody can, can stick to their guys in coverage. Because that's what we saw against Kansas City. The Cardinals offense needs to start to take control immediately. They need to have the trust. The defense needs to be able to trust them. That if the defense holds teams to 23 points or less, the Cardinals will win more games than they won't. And the Cardinals failed offensively in that respect on Sunday. So going in, it is a perfect litmus test for the Cardinals because the Raiders aren't Super Bowl contenders. I mean, some people may think they are, but um, they're not Super Bowl contenders. But they're also not, you know, Carolina kind of more bottomish of the barrel. Sorry, Julian Council. Bottomish of the barrel as it comes to the NFL teams. It's the perfect, like... If the Cardinals can go in on Sunday and beat the Raiders, you're going to have a much better outlook going into week three with the Rams coming into town. And that's what you want. You just want to start to gain some positive momentum because this calendar, this schedule is brutal compared to what the Cardinals played last year. And if they can get a W in week two, we're going to be talking very, very differently about this team heading into the Rams game. If the Cardinals lose on Sunday in some sort of convincing fashion, we're going to have very, very different conversations. You hope the former happens rather than the latter. Alex Clancy, Locked on Cardinals. Thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen each and every day. Make sure to make your second listen, Peacock and Williamson. Brian Peacock from Locked on 49ers. And Matt Williamson has been around the end of, been around scout. He was a scout for a decade. He's been around the game for decades. They do a daily show, national storylines. Um, check them out. Make sure to make them your second listen. Alex Lancy, Locked on Cardinals. Your boy Q from Locked on Raiders and myself do crossover Thursday. Tomorrow, we'll talk to you then.